This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 273 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Nolan Rollins. Now, he is the president and CEO of Estero Chamber of Commerce. Nolan, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Charlie. Thank you for the opportunity to share with you today. Yeah, we're looking forward to it because, you know, the Chambers do so much, and yours in particular, for the local community, and certainly that's what the Good Neighbor Podcast is all about. Uh, But really, unless you're involved in the Chamber, probably a lot of the good deeds you guys do go, you know, it's, it's, they just don't, the, the general folk uh, doesn't understand or doesn't see it. So let's start with the Astero Chamber. Tell us about all the wonderful things you guys are doing over there. Well, the Astero Chamber is a bit unique from other chambers in the region by virtue of the fact that we have simplified our schedule. COVID brought about a lot of changes <laughs> and a lot of businesses everywhere. And certainly the same thing happened with the chamber. So we simplified uh, what we do on a regular basis. We limit this chamber to three activities a month so that you don't feel like you're having to attend a chamber event every time you turn around. Yeah. One of the things that I often hear from chamber members is, uh, there's too much going on. I don't have time for all these activities. So we have greatly simplified the schedule with only three activities a month. And then we also have added value for the membership. We we are the lowest membership fees in Southwest Florida for a chamber. And when you become a member of our chamber, everything is all-inclusive. You attend all of our monthly events without having to pay any fee for a lunch or any type of activity that you might be involved in. So that makes us a bit different. We try to add more value and keep the simple, uh, the schedule simple for everyone. So less is more, right? Yes, we think so. Yeah, and I I hear you. I've I've been involved in chambers up in Pennsylvania before we moved down here with my businesses. And uh, you're right, it it became overwhelming, you know, all the different events that, that, at least in our case, our chambers had. And uh, so, um, good for you guys. Some, some good things out of COVID. Yes, yes. Yeah. And also, even during COVID, we are still trying to have, uh, currently, we're still trying to have some live events, practicing all of the CDC safety precautions. Yep. But we have not closed our chamber down to everything being just virtual and Zoom format right now. Love it. Love it. Wow. Congratulations. I'm, uh, you know, I think we're going to get back to life soon here and it's great to see uh, that you guys are doing live stuff and doing it the right way. And because it's hard to replace that, right? It is. We, you can, one of the benefits of the chamber of commerce, of course, is networking, meeting other people, telling other people about your business, uh, learning who the other partners are in the community and that is so difficult to do virtually, so difficult to do yeah. in Zoom or any format. There are just certain things you need to do face-to-face. And we have discovered that by wearing masks, using hand sanitizers, uh, keeping social distancing, eliminating handshaking, uh, we can still get together and meet each other and build relationships with each other uh, even during this uh, pandemic time. Terrific. I'm giving you a virtual high five. So <laughs> how about your journey, Nolan? How did you get into the chamber world? What was that like? 
Well, actually, it's very unusual. Uh, unlike most people coming up through a nonprofit organization administration or business leadership and moving into a chamber role, I have spent the majority of my life in a pastoral role, in a ministry role, uh, for 20, 25 years. Wow. I was executive pastor of megachurches across the country, especially some of the larger, more successful megachurches, uh, such as uh, First Baptist Church of Atlanta, Georgia, with uh, Dr. Charles Stanley, and then uh, more recently with First Baptist Church of Naples, Florida, uh, with Dr. Hayes Wicker. So I come from a background of doing the business in the world of religion. Wow. And then I became a member of the chamber once I moved to Estero, became a member of the local chamber. And then uh, someone recommended me to serve on the board of directors. I did that and then was elected as chairman of the board of directors. And it just so happened when COVID came along and hit the chamber, uh, as it has hit many businesses very hard financially, and our paid present CEO uh, had to go find uh, gainful employment uh, mm -hmm. elsewhere. Uh, so I took the position on an interim basis as a volunteer. I'm not paid as the president and CEO of Chamber, mm -hmm. but come from a lot of nonprofit administrative leadership in the past. So it's been a pleasure uh, learning what the Chamber is all about and learning how to lead a Chamber. And one of the first things we did was enlist a volunteer staff. We went from pre-COVID to having two paid staff members for the chamber to right now six staff members uh, after COVID hit and financial difficulty hit. But five of those six staff members like myself are very experienced business persons who are serving as volunteers. So that's how I got into this particular position at this particular time. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes we got to do what we got to do and uh, kudos to you and your staff there for pitching in. You know, it's, uh, I know you're a busy guy and, and I can imagine uh, your staff as well, but somehow you find the time to uh, keep this important organization running. So uh, thank you. Well, it's a challenge, but it's also a great pleasure. And I think all of the men and women who are serving as volunteer staff are really enjoying doing this. Yeah. Uh, most people, when they retire from a successful career, they love the challenge of being involved without having the pressure of the typical position. If you're totally responsible for a business or an organization, yeah. uh, I tell people I can do anything except nothing. I just cannot sit home yes. uh, in my retirement years. I'm in my 70s. I just cannot sit home and do nothing. I have to be engaged. And I think all of our staff feels that way. So we're happy for the opportunity uh, to serve the community, to serve the business community. And quite frankly, I think our chamber is moving in the direction of becoming one of the strongest chambers in Southwest Florida. And what we're going to uh, add, the value we're going to add to our members is going to be tremendous. So we're all excited and uh, glad to have the opportunity to serve in this capacity. Well, I can feel your excitement and uh, you know, it's uh, the optimism and, and uh, I, I took a peek at your board of directors. You have some fine folks, and I know that's a big part of uh, you guys uh, kind of uh, being who you are and who you're going to be down the road here. So how about no one miss uh, in the chamber world? Anything you hear that you can talk about that you can maybe uh, enlighten our audience? Well, 
having been a member of a chamber before becoming a leader in the chamber, I do have an understanding of what the, the typical chamber member uh, understands about the chamber. And there are some myths out there. One is that you have to attend a lot of events to get value from the chamber. That's just simply not true. I tell people all the time, uh, especially when I go to a restaurant and eat, I say, won't you join the chamber? And they said, well, I don't have time. I said, it's not a matter of time. It's a matter of connection. It's a matter of relationship. If you join the chamber, we'll come over to your place, have an after hours event. Uh, people will see the delicious food that you serve. And if you pick up one customer, just one customer who comes here just occasionally, will more than pay for your membership fee. Uh, because membership fees are only $299 for small business, $399 for larger businesses. You don't have to have a lot of customers to get that kind of return on investment. So uh, not having time is a myth that keeps some people from joining a chamber. I tell people, if you join the chamber and only attend uh, three or four times a year, you will make a lot of connections, build a lot of relationships that will make a difference in your business. And the second myth related is return on investment, that I don't see the value for the 400 bucks that I have to give just a couple of customers uh, will return that. When I joined the chamber, I was pastor of a local church. And uh, within just the first year, without trying to recruit at all, I was not trying to recruit, just meeting people, them finding out who I was, what I do. They said, oh, we'll come and visit your church. Eight people visited the church, several joined. And one of those casual visitors turned out to be an elder in our church. That's pretty good return on investment yeah. uh, for a nonprofit membership fee of uh, one ninety nine. Uh, so that's uh, a another myth that uh, you don't get a return on your investment. And then the for our chamber, uh, one myth is it costs too much. You're nickel and diming us to death, charging for events for activities. But the uniqueness of our chamber is once you become a member, you get to attend all those events without having to pay $30 to come to lunch or $20 to come to this after hours event or this breakfast event. Uh, so it's all inclusive. Uh, so it, it really does not cost a whole lot uh, to be a member of the chamber. So those are some myths that uh, people hold. I think once they understood the real value, uh, they would understand those things are simply not true. Wow, no, and those are great, great points. And, you know, at the end of the day, it really comes down to people. You know, without um, – you can have the best service in the world, the best product, but people buy people, and when you get to know folks, you know, I guess it, it's so easy to hibernate and you're busy and say, I'm too busy to get involved. But once you get out there, and I'm sure you experience this with a lot of chamber members, they come to you and say, oh, my goodness, you know, this best decision I ever made, you know, if, if not for you guys, I'd be stuck in the business. And – it's like being lost in the woods sometimes. I'm sure there are a lot of folks that help others grow, right? You know, if I'm sitting next to, uh, you know, maybe I'm a newbie in business. I'm sitting next to someone who's been in business for 10, 20 years. You know, you develop that mentorship, the ability to call someone and get help and get advice and, and uh, bounce an idea off of, right? Well, go back to the illustration I just shared. Just in a casual setting at a chamber event, I sit down, you know, at the snack uh, bar to have refreshment with a guy. And he now, I, I go to his business every week. He's mm -hmm. a local chiropractor. So I go to him every week. 
and he comes to the church every Sunday and is an elder to church. So we both benefited greatly from that, and we have friendship. We played pickleball together. Uh, he and his wife, my wife and I, we do social events together. We go dancing together. So there's all kinds of advantages to meeting people and building relationships uh, in any kind of networking situation. And the Chamber of Commerce is a great place for networking and building those relationships. Oh, terrific. Well, my next question was going to be, what are you doing for fun? And you may have just covered it. You know, I love pickleball. And so uh, did I miss anything? Pickleball, dancing? What are you doing? Uh, well, I love both of those. I love pickleball. I used to play tennis. And as you get older, pickleball is a little easier on the body. Uh-huh. Uh, and we have uh, several people, several of which are chamber members, uh, that we get together on Monday and Tuesday evenings and we play pick- pickleball. There's uh, six or eight of us uh, that play together on a regular basis. I still play golf. Uh, I have a brother who lives here and we play golf uh, uh, two or three times a month. Uh, that's good. And I'm still very engaged in other beyond uh, chamber leadership. Uh, and other organizations. I run a nonprofit organization uh, called the GPS Life Journey. That takes quite a bit of my time. I love doing that and being still involved, even at retired in the local church, even though I'm a retired as pastor now. Uh, so I, I stay busy and uh, I enjoy life. I, one of my core values is whatever you're doing, have fun doing it. If you're not having fun doing it, do something else. Yeah, I love it. I love it. How about a uh, hardship or challenge looking back, knowing something that you've been able to rise above and you look back and say, I'm better for it, I'm stronger? What comes to mind? Well, uh, you know, I could tell several stories. I'll, I'll tell one that was uh, particularly significant uh, several years ago. Uh, several years ago in my profession as executive pastor, I had kind of risen to the top. I had uh, gone from position to position and was in a very influential position, one of the best in the country. And something happened in that organization that I felt like for me to continue to be on the team there, I was gonna have to compromise my integrity. I was gonna have to act like something was true that was not true, that I knew was not true, and I just couldn't do it. And I remember agonizing uh, several nights in a row, finally making the decision Uh, that my integrity is more important than what I would consider to be one of the best, if not the best position in my profession. So I resigned from that position and uh, had to take a giant step backwards and start again. Mm -hmm. Uh, I never regret having done that. If for no other reason, I had two teenage daughters in the home at that time. And what they saw and what they learned about the importance of integrity and your character uh, were great lessons learned. And they often refer back to that as dad set the pace for us in life. Wow. Uh, so sometimes you have to pay a price, you endure a hardship, but it's always right. I tell people it's always right to do the right thing at the right time. <laughs> and I would encourage everyone to do that. Yeah. My goodness, Nolan. You, I, I could listen to you all afternoon. <laughs> this is, this is great stuff. Um, but one thing you wish our listeners knew about the chamber, what would that be? Well, concerning the Astero Chamber of Commerce, most people have some idea what chambers of commerce are like and the value that they add. But concerning the Astero Chamber of Commerce, uh, what I would like for people to know is we're different. We really are different. 
Uh, we don't nickel and dime you to death. We don't charge you for everything. Uh, and we, we give you high quality. Uh, we, for example, our Lunch and Learn series, we changed it to an executive speaker series. And we now, we have top-notch speakers. We have speakers that people pay hundreds of dollars to hear. You come and hear at our luncheons for free. Uh, CEOs, retired CEOs, yesterday our speaker was David Diamond, founder and CEO of DeAngelis Diamond Construction Company and about 20 other startups that he has done. was a tremendous speaker. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, Clay Jones, retired CEO of Rockwell Collins, aerospace engineering company come to speak at an upcoming lunch. So our particular chamber, we're a bit different than what you might expect. Uh, we focus on relationship. Uh, we, we're not looking for your money. We're looking to build a relationship and our goal is to help you be successful. And we're not looking for you to help us. We're here to help you. And we're also focused, we're different because we really focus on leadership. Uh, bringing good leadership to you, helping you learn good leadership in your business. Everything rises and falls on leadership. Mm-hmm. So we figure if we can help people be better leaders, we'll build better better businesses, and we'll all be more successful. Yeah. The old rising tide raises all boats, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure our listeners want to learn more. Where should we send them? Well, the website, obviously, sterlchamber.org. Uh, you can learn all about the chamber and the upcoming activities. If anybody wants to talk to someone individually, uh, I, my my door is always open. Uh, we have an office here on Corkscrew Road, straight across from Village Hall in Estero. And I'm happy to give people my cell phone number to give me a call if they have any question about the Chamber of Commerce, uh, 239-860-0096. Uh, give me a call. Stop by and visit us. Check out our website. Uh, we're here to help you uh, be successful every way we can. Well, Mom, again, absolute pleasure uh, spending time with you here. We wish you all the best. Thank you, Charlie. It's been a pleasure talking with you today. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.